<laughs> okay, look at Tov, everybody. Look at Tov. Uh, today's dog is Ayazalis, 74. Ayazalis. Okay, and um, we pick up at the bottom of Ayazalis' bed. Mahiba Otanayami. What is the woman's status um, during this uh, interim period? Get was given Mehayo um, in Macy. And uh, first it says that they shouldn't be be yichud after that, so that the get does work retroactively, the yichud might count as usually be up. And then it says, what's your status during this time? So presumably it is going on the case of Mihayomi Macy, as of today if I die. So the question, you and I would say, what's your status in the interim? We'd probably say she's a suffix with Russia. If he dies in the end out of this, from this illness, it'll turn out she was always in Russia. If he doesn't die, it'll turn out that she's never been directed. So we just say it's in the case of a Sunday. So what's the, but there's a debate in the midst of What's the debate? So my goes to the government. She's considered a Vada HSC. She's not just saying you have to be Bachner like an HSC. A Vada HSC. The Mar will say, for example, if she slept with somebody during that time, you know, let's say it's a show gig or whatever, um, whatever the scenario would be, that she would bring a Chata. Uh, she would bring a Chata. Okay? Even if husband died at the end. It's not a suffix. He's a variation. He's a variation. So we'll see about that. Rebiosi um, Omer Mugret the same Mugret. Okay, now that sounds like suffix, uh, which is sort of what we would say, but the Gemara is actually going to clarify that it's not exactly suffix, and we'll get to that. But let's first just focus on the first position, which is the really harder one to understand. Okay, Tana, so the Braitha teaches, Uvavachi Yamut. Now, when is it that, you know, Rebio, who is it? It's, um, uh, Rabbi Yehuda said she's an HSC Shulchot Vareha, that's, you know, if she dies in the end. Um, or that's when there's a debate, let me put it that way. But if she, uh, if she didn't die in the end, I'm sorry, you got to say she, sorry. Okay. If she, yeah, if she dies, then she's dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. If, if, if she didn't die, right, if he didn't die in the end, then, uh, nobody debates. And retroactively, it, uh, retroactively, it, uh, Vada'i wasn't, uh, it Vada'i wasn't a good get, end of story. But the whole debate is, assuming he did, he does die at the end, what, after he dies, does that tell us retroactively about her status in the past? So if that's the case, like, uh, she should be, if he did die, Vada'i, she should have been Ligureshes from the time the get was given. What's the issue? So the Gemara says, um, one minute. So, if you're saying that it's something that he died, and even so, Rabbi Yehuda is saying that she's an Ashish that entire period. So, that's sounding like the only way to make sense of that is, is that the text takes effect when he dies, right? How could she be an Ashish the whole period? And, uh, and it takes effect, and when he dies, it's a get, that sounds like it takes effect when he dies. So, the Merce says, one minute. So, that doesn't make so it's basically there's a way for the Gemara to say what is the position of Rabbi Yehuda if she's an Ashish Yishchot even if he died at the end. Okay, if he died at the end retroactively, she should have been Ashish from the very you know from the time the get was given. Uh, she should have been excuse me a Mugureshes from the time the get was given if he dies in the end. So the Gemara says Amar Rabba the Omer Meis Shani Olam. But if he says it should be as long what, uh, as long as I am still living or to take effect. And, and, you know, at the moment before, at the last moment of my life. So there's a really important debate of Rashi and Tosus here. Um, Rashi on one side and Rabbeinu Khan and Rabbeinu Khan on the other. Rashi says, tells the Gemara the gears that we have. And Rashi says what the Gemara is doing is it's basically rereading the case in the Mishnah. 
Until now, it sounds like we were talking about a case of Nayom in Macy, but then it doesn't make sense. If he actually dies, everybody should wish he was retroactively divorced from that from the minute it was given. Mm-hmm. So the only way to explain the Yehuda that she's considered an Asha Ish is by saying we're talking about a completely different case. Not a case that he said Nayom in Macy, the case is that he explicitly said, this sketch should take effect the minute before I die. That was completely bizarre, right? Until now, all the mission is talking about Naryomi Macy. It opens up with the question, so what's your status during this time? And the to Rashi, during this time means, what's your status in a completely different scenario that we haven't been talking about now if he said it should take effect at the last minute? So that's what Rashi means, very, very difficult read of the Mishnah. In that case, Rashi said, here's the debate. But Yudah says the logical thing. If he actually said it should take effect a second before I die, so according to Yudah, she was a Vada-Yeshish, the entire path. And in the scenario we spoke about, she being the Chata. So what's the position of anybody else? The position of anybody else is, well, since while she was living that experience, any day could have been the day before he died, so therefore, even when retroactively we find out that Shivadai, it was not Shivadai, not the day before he died, since at the time that he was living that day, it could have been, it always has a status of Safek, even retroactively, even in hindsight. Very difficult position, like, why? Like, you know, it was asked yesterday, I don't understand. She should have a Chetzkeseh each. you know, number one. Number two, since when do we not say that, like, retroactively, it's clear that he was a Vadai like, what, why would that be, if he explicitly said a day before I died, it's so hard to understand a position that would say anything other than So comes along Tosos and gives a much, much better read. And t- by changing just one letter, not even one letter, like a little piece of one letter. <laughs> Tosos' Girsa is, and Tosos says that this is actually, claims that this is actually the original Girsa. Yeah, the original Girsa. Yeah, it, well, I don't know. We have manuscripts, but the manuscripts aren't dated earlier than the, than the Tosos period. Anyway, Tosa says, not the Omer, but that what Rabbi is saying is, that's exactly what's going on that they're debating in this Mishnah. When he says, if we were to ask this guy, like, when do you really want your wife to be divorced? Let's say you're going to die, and it's going to be out in three weeks. Really want her divorced now? What do you think we say? Say no. I really want her divorced at the very end, but I know that ain't get lachamisa. So the rabbi told me I had to say mehayom. Okay, but you know, really, why why I want to divorce her now? You want to divorce at the very last minute. So if Yehuda comes along and says, well, that's what we're going to interpret what it means. Mehayom in Macy will interpret it to mean you want it to take effect while you're still alive on the condition that you die, and we're going to interpret it to mean it takes effect a minute before you die, and therefore. Any time prior to that is Vareshish. That's what Rabbi Yehuda says. That's how he interprets it. The other position is no, you mean if I die, retroactive. So during that period you mean what you said. I do mean what you said. So during that period, she's basically subhashish. If it turns out that she was that, that he did die, then retroactively she was divorced as of the time it was given. If it turns out he didn't, then retroactively she was an HSH. It's either all or nothing. Okay? So it's a suffix of all or nothing. Now, there's a third possibility here, which is so what is this here, Susan? Kit Omer. Where? Rama Rabba. Kit Omer. Okay. Or Nase Kit Omer. Okay? So that's, so that's a very, so then the simple debate is, when he says, now Yomi Macy, does it really mean as of today? Or does it mean, from the does it, does it be interpreted to mean the last minute that I am alive? Let's take a look at the Gemara. Tana Rabbana. And we'll talk about a third possibility in a minute. I'm gonna, we're going to go clarify what, um, what's his name, what Rabbi Yossi's position is in a minute. Kanarabana. Yamim Shabin during the interim period, 
So if you say you take a Rebbe Yehuda approach. So Bala Zakai has all his uh, you know rights. He he gets any 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 objects that he finds. Uvavasiyada any earnings. Uvavasiyadarit and all that. Yosha umetamela if he dies he inherits her. He if if he dies he's a Kohen he becomes tamei to her. And what about her truma? What? Truma. Okay. Close the shodavar. The general rule is harayu ki isha l'chol davar elo shenatuchim in the gesheni. The thing is, if he dies, the get is successful. But the get takes effect only at the very last minute. That's what Rebbe Yudah says. Rebbe Meir Omer, if he has sex, presumably with another man, right, then it is uh, in doubt. Is it an act of adultery? Is it not an act of adultery? That will depend. If he dies, it was a God, I act of adultery. If he didn't die, then it was Vada, not an act of adultery. Wait, I got that wrong. If he dies, it was Vada, not an act of adultery. She was divorced as of the time the get was given. And if he doesn't die, then it's not a good get, and Vada is an act of adultery. So it's a suffix. So that's like the first thing we just Right. It, but now we're going to distinguish between that and Rebiosi. Okay, that is the simple thing we would have said. We would have said it takes effect from the day it was given, but is it going to take effect or not? We'll find out later. That's what Rebbe, that's what Rebbe Mayer says, which is the simple position. No, it's not It's not in suspension, in abeyance. It's in doubt. What's the difference between that? Mm. So we'll see in a minute. Well, I don't want to ruin this process. <laughs> so if I told you, could you please explain the difference between between and They all sound like the same thing. So the not going to explain. But of course, only presuming he dies. If he doesn't die, then retroactively, it's what I want to get. Okay, my debate in Rebbe Meir and Rebbe Yossi. Let's start with that. Rebbe Meir says Tzuya, and Rebbe Yossi says something. If he dies, it wasn't. Yeah. I keep on saying that. It's only if he dies. If he didn't die, if Vare is not a good man. Okay, now. Um, now, my Yikabein Rebbe Meir and Rebbe Yossi. What's the difference between Rebbe Meir that says Tzuya? We'll have to see what happens in the end. And Rebbe Yossi that says Tzafek. I'm Rebbe Yossi, and Asham Tawai Yikabein The question is, Let's assume he does die in the end. Okay? Does she bring, and she slept with another man. Does she bring an Asham Talui? Do people know what Asham Talui is? You did an act that is besafek if it's an Avera or not. Okay? An Avera that you would bring a Chathis for. So he does die in the end. Now, if I, you were already there, what would you say? Does she have to bring in that? Uh, now that he did die, and we're, we're going back and assessing how she behaved, you know, what she did in the last three weeks. So does she bring in Asham Talui? Asham Talui is when you did an Avera Bishoge. An Avera You did an Avera Bishoge. No, meaning at, at that time, there was no, presumably not, even in hindsight, let's say, okay? We, we're talking about in hindsight. So according to Rebbe Meir, what would you say? Once he eventually dies in hindsight, did you act an act of adultery? No. no. So she doesn't bring in Hashem Tolui. That's the logical thing. So Rebbe Meir, um, Rebbe Meir, because Rebbe Meir says it just is in doubt until we see if he dies or not. If he dies, then retroactively, she was Mugureshus from the day it was given, she was God I divorced, no sin. No sin, no foul. That's what really Mary says. So what's, so what's the other position? Reb Yossi, that doesn't say Tzuyah, but I say, Maisi Hashem He does bring. Now, why? So Michael was suggesting why, because of this issue right there before, like Rashi. Well, at the time she did it, it was besuffic, and maybe we don't reassess retroactively. But Tosos, you know, that's confusing, because we so often do reassess retroactively. So Tosos just says, no. Reb Yossi doesn't know how to, whether he should pass like Rebbe Mayer or like Rebbe Yehuda. Right? Rebbe Yehuda says, Do I have my things? Oops. Oh, what's that? Did I just lose the, um... Anyway, 
got to put it on hold. Okay, Rabbi Mayer says, right, here he gives the get, okay, and here he dies, right? So Rabbi Mayer says, not Rabbi Mayer, Rabbi Huda says, we interpret it, Mehayom im Nesi. So Rabbi Mayer says, we interpret it to mean the last minute before I die, right? So this is what Rabbi Yehuda says. Rabbi Mayer says, we interpret it to be Mehayom, right? If I die, okay? So according to Rabbi Mayer, he dies at the end, retroactively, she was Mugoresha. According to Rabbi Yehuda, she's only Mugoresha's here. Okay? So how do you bring in Asham Tavoy? You either Vada did a sin, according to Rabbi Yehuda, or you Vada did not do a sin, according to Rabbi Mayer. So Rabbi Yossi says, yeah, but I don't know how to paskin. I don't know if I should read, I don't know if I should read the statement the Rabbi, Mayer, Rabbi Yehuda said, way to say the last minute, or I should read it the Rabbi Mayer way to say as of now. So during this period, was she divorced or not? I don't know. I don't know how we're supposed to interpret those words. So there's no way to resolve that question. She either Vada was or Vada wasn't, but there's no way we're ever going to determine it because I feel that that statement by Naomi Macy is indeterminate what that means. It's unclear. If you want, saying we don't know how to Poskin sounds like, this you know, that's a message. Let's say it this way. It's un, that statement is inherently ambiguous whether it means here or here. And therefore, her period during this time, even when he dies, will always remain a suffix. And therefore, she'll bring it up. Is that what you bring? I thought it's something you bring when it could potentially be verifiable. This can never be verifiable. Right. So according to this, you would have, that is correct. The word is that there's a chiddish that you could bring an asham taloi in something that could never be verified. That is correct. And it's also another chiddish because often by an asham taloi we say that it's only when there's the concrete, a built, clear object in front of you. Like you had a piece of chaylev and a piece of kosher meat and you didn't know which one you ate. But if it's just an abstract right. suffix, it's not. So, but that's a debate. There are definitely positions that say in abstract stuff like, yes, but you are correct, but this is never resolvable. Okay, so that's Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi just says the statement is indeterminate. It could mean one, it could mean the other. It remains a suffix. What's the difference between that and doubt? Doubt means we're going to resolve the doubt. So, yeah, something oh. is in suspension, it means until it can get resolved. Right. So, for Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, the only doubt is, are you going to, is the guy going to die or not? Okay. If he dies, it's not a year. If not, he was never divorced. But according to Rabbi Yossi, even if he dies, the, it's inherently ambiguous. Okay? Now, um, because sounds like exactly that. It's inherently ambiguous. It remains a doubt whether she was divorced during this period. So that sounds like Rabbi Yossi. So the Gemara says, Yeah, you're right. They basically are like Rabbi, are like Rabbi Yossi, that it's inherently indeterminate what her status was. And the only difference by using the phrase they're pointing to an, another question. What's the question? What Rebbe Zeyra says. I'm Rebbe Zeyra, I'm a Rabbi Bar-Yirmi, I'm a Shmuel. Which is the opposite question. Not is he entitled to her earnings, but it, does he have an obligation to her during this interim period? Okay? So by saying what is the status of a woman suffering does the husband still have to support his wife when he has a status? That's a really good question. We've had suffering before. Right? If you give again in this way, is a call or not suffering does he still have? She can't be Truma, for example, right? But is she still entitled to be supported by him? So the answer is yes. So at least according to Rabbi Zeyra. So the Chachamim say during this period where it's going to remain unresolvable whether she's divorced, he still has to pay for her room and board. He still has to support her. Whereas presumably Reb Yossi would say he would not. Maybe maybe he would say like Hamotzi Mechaver Olavariah or something of that sort. Okay. He doesn't be a tough to say anything about. Right. So that's what the uh, yeah. 
I don't know. Okay, so that's so uh, that was Rabbi that, that was Rabbi uh, Mayor that did Bila Tal. So yeah, Rabbi Yossi. Oh yeah, you're right. Rabbi Yossi also had Bila Tal. Okay, let's take a look now at the next Mishnah. So that was a so the, in the end of the day, what we found was when you say certain phrases, Mehayom Imesi, we thought that was definitely a Tznai, but maybe that's interpreted by you know Rabbi Yehuda to mean at the last minute. Similarly, I'll remind you, and we're going to revisit it now when we move on to the next Mishnah. When I when you said not as a Tznai language, but you said Mehayom Ulachar Misa. Remember the Mehayom Ulachar Misa. So that was a case which it really sounds like an inherent suffix. What do you mean? You mean You said contradictory things. So the position of the previous mission was that's a safek. The Gresha Sainam Gresha. But we're going to see a Rebbe, a Rebbe position that's going to read that as a Tznai. And going to say, no, it really does take effect of Mehayam. So you have these phrases which are, you know, in the, the simple read is one thing, but it's always possible to read them in another way. Something sounds like a Tznai, Mehayom Yimesi, really means at the very last minute. Something sounds like contradictory times, and Rebbe's going to say, I'm going to read that like a tonight. I'm going to make that a good guess. Okay? Yes, Jenna. I'm just a little confused as to the difference between that last position and Rabbi Yehuda that we read earlier. Of like, yeah, because Rabbi Yehuda said, in hindsight, it is so definitely, if he dies, and in hindsight, he was father of Nugoreshes. And this position is saying is even if he dies, in hindsight, she's always a uh-huh. suffix. But the, but the practicality of she gets to eat. True. All right. Well, the like status that, during that period, right, that would probably be the same. Yeah. The, only, the, the real Nafkamina plays out after he dies. Okay. Right. Okay. So let's take this in Mishnah. Here's your get. I'm the definition you give me to understand. That was really so well. Right. You know, I got to tell you, it's like so not funny. It's like sad. That when you, um, you know, when I learned this, you know, whenever the first time I learned Gitin, I think it was more than 30 years ago, whatever, you know, in Yeshiva, that was just a random example. Like, uh, you know, you have a million things. So, okay. So, like, one example is you give me, you know, you give me $100, right? But, like, you know, in today's context, right, you really understand this in a very different way. It's not just oh, a rant. Uh, was that how it was meant in the time of the of the Mishnah? Oh, oh, was it used that way? Well, I think the a figure is interesting because what's the figure of my It's the Ksuva value. So it's actually, it might not be the same degree of like blackmail extortion. Like, I mean, it is, but it's a, you know, sort of like if you'll be mochel your Ksuva, I'll give you your get. You know, so it is an extortion, but it's at least of different proportions, you know. But that seems to really be what's going on. And now, but the Gemara is not interested in that from the sort of, you know, ethical or human dimension or whatever. It just wants to know. How do we determine if the tonight is met or not? Now, he doesn't say, the difference here is that he doesn't say, okay, if you do this, then I will give you a guess. Because, you know, how do you do it? first of all, that wouldn't be interesting halachically, and how would we know he would keep his promise? The case is, is that he gives her the guess and says, this will take effect al-minat on the condition that you give me my time Why does he want to do that? I mean, that's right. like, because they, what, they had the whole Well, there, there are two Look, there, if it were the case that we would be kofa on giving her guests, like we would force him to divorce, because actually, you know, she could she could sue for cases where she's entitled to sue for divorce, he wouldn't let her do that. But it's the case where he basically is unilaterally deciding to divorce his wife, right? He has all the power. He could just, hey, I could just choose not to divorce her, right? There's no, if there was not a case of kofia, if it was not a case that she's suing for divorce, he could just choose not to divorce her. So 
Well, he said, you want you want a divorce? I have no obligation to divorce you. If you want a divorce, be mochal on your tshuva, right? What, what, what should we what should we say if, if you were if you were the rabbis, right? And it was not a case where she was entitled to sue for divorce, right? What what should we say in that case? Well, I follow your logic. Should say you right, have to give her again. Why do I have to give her again? No, I follow your logic. I just feel like um, then no. it kind of counteracts the whole concept of the uh, tshuva. Right. Well, um, I mean, as, in terms when, of protection, you mean, for you her. mean when will she ever get the ksuva? Right. I mean, but the only time that money to but live on after he's going to die. Protect her from being divorced, like arbitrarily, right? So if this is the case where she's wanting to be divorced, it kind of yeah, that's right? a good point. I Meaning the ksuva, like that's an excellent point. The ksuva protection is where she doesn't want to be divorced, and he wants to divorce her. You want to divorce your wife, and she's not interested right. in being divorced. You know, then you have to protect her. Now, she basically is asking, you, you can, the scenario okay. is, she, and also imagine, I know for us, like, we tend to think about no-fault divorce, so whatever, but there are plenty of states still that are, I mean, okay, the country's moving to no-fault divorce, but there are plenty of states that it's still, it's only fault divorce, right? So, so therefore, imagine it's a state where there's only divorce, what's it called, on fault divorce, anyway, wait, and therefore, and the woman's asking one side, but let's say the wife is asking for a divorce, and the husband is saying, like, no, I'm, I'm refusing to grant you divorce. That happens, like in secular law, in cases where there's no fault divorce, that there's no fault. So then the so then, so the husband would say, if you want a divorce, I'll give you a divorce, if you meet these following conditions, right? But it's a very good question, meaning if he was forced to divorce her, she was suing and he was forced to, we wouldn't let him say this. And as Jenna says, if she didn't want the divorce, then she would get her suva. But in the scenario where she can't sue for divorce, she can't force it, and she wants it, he can say, you want your divorce, give me 200 suvas. So you both your suva. This is separate from the who's about to be, uh, about to die, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're in a completely different scenario. Separately these days, I mean, yeah. is, is it a lawfully acceptable for her to say, she has to be Mitzkaresha Vedata, I won't accept it. I know my ksuva says Yeah, she could say I that. I won't, unless you give me a second. Yeah, within the context of Chaim Rabbein Gerson, she could say that. Okay, but again, there, there it was a precondition before I show up and stick out my hand and become to the basin. Here, which makes this interesting halachically, is that he gives her the get. He's not saying, first give me and then I'll come and I'll give you this. He gives her the get. It will take effect, right? That's actually good, because then actually, like, you know, it's going to work. It's like he can't back out after the money has changed hands. This will take effect if you give me the 200 zoos. I speaking thing. So she'll be divorced as long as he gives the money. Okay. Wait, should it be the only round? Well, yes. We're going to see what that means in the Gemara. I'm an asher teaching the Kana's Archlosim Yom. If you give me 200 zoos from, from, from any time between now and 30 days from now, nothing about Archlosim Yom aggressive. If he gives it within 30 days from divorce, we love being aggressive. That's enough. The Gemara's going to ask that. Isn't that obvious? Okay. Um, now, I'm Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel. There was a story in Sidon. Here's my get on the condition that you give me my uh, cloak. Of course, it's interesting. Why does she have his cloak? But okay, maybe uh, maybe he had given it to her as a gift. Anyway, the Avda and the cloak was lost. So, so how would she ever fulfill the tonight? You know what? You could just give, give the money for it, and that counts as giving it. To them. That's very interesting. Do we allow the money to represent the substitute of the object? Basic, you, you, you have to give back my zoo. Well, I'm sorry. Here's, here's the money for your zoo. <laughs> exactly. So let's take a look at the Gemara. By the cheating, what does it mean? And she should give, like you know, why, and also like Michael said correctly, the Mr. Sugar said cheating, and then she'll be megaresha. So my cheating, if you know Mary, he cheating, she's megaresha, and she has to make sure that she gives the money. Okay, well, what did that add? But we'll take a look. Where the Udo Mer, 
lichesh kipay. No, no, no. What the kipay means is when she gives the money, she is divorced. When you say hareze kipay al minat, does that mean here's your get if you give me two hundred zuz, or here's your get if and when you give me two hundred zuz? Right. So does it only take effect when the money is given? So he is reading the mission of vitipaying means and she'll give it and that's when it'll take effect. Lichesh As opposed to just no, just sometimes satisfy the condition and retroactively it will work. Okay? So now the Gemara says like this. My binayu, what's the difference? The obvious binayu is what was her status during the interim. But Ika binayu, but we're going to give another binayu. Ika binayu, Ika binayu shinit kareah haget. That the get was torn. Osha Avad was lost. Because here the assumption is that when you do a act, a kinyan, some type of an act, take effect at a later date, some of the remnant of the original act still has to be in place. Okay, so if you give a get, but it takes a place a year from now, she still has to be holding the get. If you gave, now, sometimes you don't need it because we say it's always there. If you gave Kesef Kiddushin, we'll see that because it's going to come up in a minute. If you gave Kesef Kiddushin to take effect a year from now, she doesn't still have to be holding on to the money. You know why she still doesn't have to be holding on to the money? Because she's always, even a year from now, she remains having been enriched by that money. Right? So the, the fact that her, you know, so, so even if she spent it, the reality was when she was enriched by that money, it's considered like the effect of the act is still around. Okay, but if it's a, a, doc, a document, oh, God, I'm really having a challenge here with the recording challenge. Okay, but if it's a document, then um, if it's a document, the document still has to be mm-hmm. present. Okay, so the nafkamina, one nafkamina would be, if the document isn't present when she gives the money, is she still divorced? Another nafkamina would be, if he dies. Okay, you know, in the interim, right? Although maybe he, he's not around to give him the money when that gets. Anyway, let's take a look. He can be now she needs Korea Hagero Shabbat. We think until it takes effect, right? So it takes effect, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows, Mary? He could be the second. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there, right. I was jumping yet. If you know, Mary, he, okay, um, uh, where are we? Uh, I now lost my time. Um, I know, I know. Oh, my. Okay. As long as he gives the money, she gives the money eventually. You don't need another get. Retroactively, it was from the time it was given. And it doesn't matter what happened in the interim to the get. No, no, no. It only takes effect when the money changes hands. In that case, she'll need another get because the get because you need to get around for to take for, at the time when the thing takes effect. Okay. It's not we taught similarly, a similar debate of Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda by, by Kiddushin. Did not, we taught in the Mishnah Kiddushin. So there's different. Here, I'll be married to me. Chetin Lach. I meant that. You said the, said the word wrong. Okay. Here's, here's your Kiddushin. And the woman says, I'm not so sure I want to marry. Look, I promise, I'll give you Matayim Zuz. If I can get together Matayim Zuz and give it to you, will you agree to be with us? Fine, then I'll be fine. Okay, so he gives her the get, and Almanach, if he manages to pull together 200 Zuz, and give her the money. Yeah. <laughs> he gives her the get of Kiddush, and he gives her the ring, and if he can pull together the 200 Zuz, then she'll be Mekudesh. Almanach, I'll give you Matayim Zuz. Matayim Zuz. Hooray, he Mekudesh. But he has to give the money. What does it mean? And he has to give the money. But who he paid? When he he eventually gives the money, and then it'll be from that moment, uh, from the moment he gave her the ring. No, no, no. She's only married from at the moment that he gives her the matayim suz. My binayu. What's the difference? He's a binayu. Right? It could have given the same nafkin. It could have reversed the nafkin. Okay? It's another scenario of a nafkin. What's a nafkin in the interim if she gets married to another man? 
Okay? So, um, if he eventually gets the money together and gives it to her, it's just a tznai. The kind of tznai, whenever he satisfies his tznai, he can do it at any time, and retroactively she'll be married from the time the ring was given, and therefore when she took, when she took a ring from another man, it does not take effect. Okay? Um, no, no, no. The kiddushin only took effect when the money was given, when, the, when it was satisfied. When he gives her the money, it becomes kiddushin. And not now. And therefore, if she took a ring from another man in the interim, she'd be married to the other man, not to this guy. Okay, so that's another nafkamina. Third nafkamina would be if she had sex with another man. Is it adultery or not adultery? Okay, and you could use these different nafkaminas, whether it's a in case or execution case. Right? Mm-hmm. Obvious not to me is when was she married? When was she divorced? Okay. Um, now, Martha's like this. Mitzricha. Um, <coughs> you need to tell me the debate both in the case of Kiddushin and in the case of Gerishin, because you could have argued opposite directions in each case. He asked me Kiddushin. Have we said the debate by Kiddushin? Boy, I'm doing really well today. That's when Rafuna says that it's a tnai and it's retroactive. If she says, on the condition that I give it to you, why? He is obviously trying to marry this woman. He wants to make that happen as soon as possible. She just is demanding to lose presumably, for whatever reason, he has to do this thing. But he obviously is trying to marry her. So he would, we would obviously interpret it that he wanted to take effect immediately. Yeah, but he doesn't. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but by garrison where he's trying to distance himself from her, so maybe we'll interpret the words to mean even though he is getting divorced, it seems here he's not so eager to get divorced. She is the one that wants to get divorced. So maybe, you know, we'll read it like he'll we'll read it like Rev Yehuda and say that it means only when the money uh, when the money is given. He's trying to push it off as much as possible. That's a pretty reasonable thing. Sort of like the difference between Kiddush and Havdalah, right? Kiddush as soon as possible, as late as possible. Okay. Um, so that's what he, that's what he could have said. He asked me to copy Gershin. Had you told me by Gershin, it means from the moment the get is given. The Hakamara Vunabuhiti thing. That's when he said she gives it and then it takes effect from the moment it was given. Because he's not embarrassed to demand the money. He's going to go around and say, no, where's the money? No, where's the money? So therefore, right, because of the power dynamic there, uh, and therefore, uh, the well, all right, and therefore he's prepared to say, I'm okay saying it takes effect right now, because I feel pretty confident. I don't have to, you know, hold the effect of the get over your head, because I know you want it, and I know I can always demand the money, and I, because of that power dynamic, I don't have to add to the power dynamic that I'm going to postpone the effect of the get. Okay? Of all God Kiddushin, but by Kiddushin, right, where she presumably is a little bit uh, embarrassed to ask. She wants the money, but she's not going to come and, like, uh, you know, because, again, the woman is seen as not as forward as the man. Okay, so therefore, Ama modulated Rebbe Yehuda. So maybe in that case, maybe the woman, this is getting back to Michael's point, the woman there is hesitating to marry, right? And the woman doesn't feel that she has the ability to easily nudge him for the money. So maybe the way she expresses her hesitation and she does something to, to improve the power dynamic is that she says, I'm not going to be married to you until that money changes hands. Okay? So there's ways you could argue in one case it logically should have been earlier, or the other case, or the other case it should have been earlier. And in the end, Rev. Rev. Huna says in both cases we say it means, Amanas means to take effect as of now. That's what Rev. Huna now, now it's going to go through the same thing except from the Rebbe Yehuda side. Okay, 
just in the Kiddushin case, the Hakam Rebbe, I could say, that in the Kiddushin case, that's when Rebbe says, it's only when the money changes hands. Like we said, she's embarrassed to ask for the money, but he is a little hesitating. So to change that power dynamic, it means only when the money changes hands. Where he has no hesitation to demand the money, he has no problem with that. Maybe there, and he anyway has all the power, maybe there, he would agree to Ravuna that it's okay, it takes effect from the moment it was given. Maybe the opposite. That's where Ravuna says, it's only, the get is only when the money is given. He doesn't want to divorce her, maybe. I mean, that seems like it. And therefore, it's going to be pushed off as much as possible. I've got the Kiddushin to the Kiddushin, but Kiddushin where they're trying to come together. Maybe the Arab should take effect sooner. Okay, which basically means that, besides that, it's interesting that you can always give into like different psychologies about how whether it should be sooner or later. What it also means is that it's not necessarily a question about trying to get into his head and figure out the circumstances about the case. It's like, if, if halacha always had to do that, we'd go crazy. Every single case, we're supposed to try to get into the guy's head. Like, we have to determine, what do the words mean? So, if Huna has a consistent position, mm-hmm. but if you say amnas, it means, as of now, when this, is, when this condition is met. And Rabbi Yehuda has a consistent position, which is, it's Rabbi Yehuda, right? That amnas means, when the condition is met. So, it's a simple debate having nothing to do with the circumstances. Okay. Now, the Gemara is going to try to prove one of those sides. They say, I'll ask you on this. Here's your get on the condition that you give me to Zeus. Even if it gets torn or lost in the interim, she's divorced. Pretty clear like Ravuna. As it takes effect as of the time it's given. But look, here's some good advice. Don't get married to another guy until you're actually able to give the money. Because maybe you'll never be able to get that money together your whole life and then you'll yeah, and then you know you'll still be married. Okay, the old time, you found another writer. Here's your get up, she gave me 200 zoos. Umate, and he died. If she had succeeded in giving him the money before he died, then she is free from the brother in law. She was divorced. Low enough now, she had not succeeded in giving the money. She obviously is not divorced and has to worry about the brother in law. No, even if she didn't give it while he was alive, no tennis lavivo lachivo lechamina krovin. She can give the money to a relative, and that counts as giving it to him. Even though he said you have to give me the money, me could include anybody of my family. Yeah, assuming I'm dead. If I'm dead, it's okay to give it to my heirs. Okay? Now, would it have to literally be the heirs? That would make sense. Like, if you give it to my heirs, so it would be the same as if you had given it to me and they're getting it, right? As opposed to, it's funny that he just says one of the relatives. He should have said, if he should have said, we are she. We are she would have made more sense. Anyway, so the more like this, I'll come up, please, leave below your shot. That what, the only, what's the debate of this right? The debate is when the guy says, give it to me, does me mean even my heirs if I'm not alive? So according to the Quran, come no, you have to give it while he's alive. It does not mean my heirs. No, you could give it to my heirs if I'm not alive. But nevertheless, let's start with Rabshim Leo. You gave it to the guy's heirs. When did the get take effect? At the moment the money was given? Obviously not. And then dead. So clearly it's taking effect from the moment the get was given. And the only debate is, can you satisfy the Tanai after he's dead? So that, is that included in the word me? But that's a question about what he meant by the, what the conditions of the Tanai were. Everybody agrees the get takes effect retroactively. 
Okay. Why would you think you need to No, everybody agrees that it's a simple condition and it takes effect retroactively from the moment the get was given. That's a clear contradiction to Rabbi Yehuda. Amulcha Rabbi Yehuda will say to you, yeah, you're right. All those brightness go against me. How many Rebbe? Those brightness are Rebbe. I'm a Rav Huna, I'm a Rebbe. Because Rav Huna, this is the same Rav Huna that said Amunat means retroactive. So Rav Huna actually says, I didn't make this up. I have this as a tradition from Rebbe. Rebbe says, When you say on the condition that, it means you're saying as of today on the condition that. Okay, so every almanac by itself means, and it should take effect as of today on the condition. That's what my position is based on, this teaching of Rebbe. So if Yehuda says, oh, so you've got things against me? Sure, they're following Rebbe. Okay, but now you've got to produce a ton on your side. He's got a ton on his side. Who's the ton on your side? So he says, so please you rub on in a way. Yeah, I'll just say that there are rabbis who argue on Rebbe. And I say like those other rabbis. It's very nice. Who are those anonymous rabbis? <laughs> like, you know, he has a Tana that says it. He has Brites that say it. You're like, yeah, 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 there are other tonight. We're the other tonight. So let's take a look. There's an interesting story. Wait, wait, let's take, let's just, give me, hold on. Now, says, you know, when I was in Bavel, Amrina, we used to say, because Rabzeir made Aliyah, we used to say, we just, the, you know, the word we had there in Bavel was that this tradition that Rabuna had from Rebbe, that Amunaf means my Achshav, we had a tradition that there were some Tanaim that argued on it, and therefore Rabbi Yehuda was free to disagree because he was siding with those other Tanaim. We didn't know about it, but we had some understanding that there was some debate about this. But she's leaky, but when I went, made Aliyah, and I came to Israel, where they probably know best what the positions of the Tanaim were, I saw Rabbi Yochanan, who was saying in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Nobody debates this. This is not just a position of Rebbe. This is universal. So, you know, Rebbe is in a very weak position. We have Blythe against him. We have a Rebbe position against him. We have no Tana. We have, we have, we have, we have no Tana that will go on the record to say otherwise. And in Eretz Israel, they're saying that everybody agrees that Almanat means the Ashtav on the condition that. The only debate was not by Almanac. Almanac always means retroactive, as of today retroactive. The only debate is a term we had in the previous Mishnah. The term in the previous Mishnah was Mehayov Ulachamisa. Now that really sounds like you're saying contradictory things. It really sounds like it's not a Tanai, and like it's a whole suffix what you mean. Okay, Vatanya, and we turn to Bryce, this is not a question, this is a proof. Modi Mehayov Ulachamisa, get no get, that's what we had in the previous Mishnah. Rebi Omer Kazeget. So Rebbe clearly is inclined to read the, those things in ways in which they're effective and, you know, to make things a good get, to read things as a tenai. So when you say Amanat, everybody agrees with Rebbe. That, that means as of today on the condition that. And that actually is a tenai and it's good. But the debate is that Rebbe will even read Mehayom Ulachar Misa as a tenai. Okay, that even though you didn't say Amanat, you said Ulam Ulachar Misa, Believe as it's not. That is debated. That people say, no, 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 give me a break. That's a contradictory statement, and that's a suffix. Okay? Now the Gemara says, it ends by saying, like this. According to Yudu is claiming that the Chachamim who debate the issue, who say, who, who debate the issue with Rebbe in the case of Mehayomalachamisa, would also debate the issue in the case of Almanas. So, so the Yudu Damar Bamanas Kligi, Kligi, Adamifligi, Mehayomalachamisa, this is Bamanas. So the Gemara says, you know, he is the one that is trying, is claiming that there's a, a Tana that agrees with him. 
So, if there really was, if the Chachamim who debated now Yom Misa also debated the Amanas case, and they said that that also was like a suffix, or that also was only meant later, did not mean Mehayom, so why didn't they say that? Why didn't they debate that case? Why didn't they debate the more obvious case, which was no good, which is now Yom Misa? Let them debate the case of Amanas, which really sounds like it's good, and let them say that even that's not good. So the Gemara says, Lodicho Kocho Dureti. I know, we wanted to tell you how the, the big Kiddush of Rebbe, that Rebbe said that even, everybody understands Mehayom Lachemisa is a much more problematic statement than Amanas. So the Gemara saying we wanted to do the Mehayom Lachemisa to say even in that case, Rebbe would say it's good. It means it's not. But why not tell us the Amanas? Tell us that even in the case of Amanas, which definitely sounds like it's a Tznai and it's retroactive, even in that, even in that case, the Rabbanon will say that it only means later. So the Mer says, no. The Rabbanon are just being Machmir. The Rabbanon are saying it's not a good guess. The bigger Chiddush is the Tana who's prepared to say, I'm going to read this difficult statement, and I'm going to tell you that I'm prepared to read that as a good get and as a Tznai. Okay, so what's the conclusion? The conclusion is that other than Rebbe Yehuda's claim of some phantom Tana, pretty much Rebbe says, and everybody agrees, and all the Brites agree, that Almanas is Kmei So even if you, say, if you say on the condition that, it doesn't mean when, it means as of today, on the condition that, and when the condition is met, it's retroactive. The debate is Mehayom Lachamisa. So the simple sense there is it's contradictory and it's a suffix. And Rebbe is prepared to read that, even that as a tnai, and say that it's good once the guy dies. Yes. That's a good question. When, is, when you say V, and you say everyone else says V, Z, or she, that's only when the guy dies. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Rashi says that. Yeah. And then the other, the other question, though, is, but I don't understand. Like, he's saying Lee, and then 20 years later, like, you know, she, he, he's dead. Right. And he gives it, like, obviously he wants to use the money now. Like, why would he say that, like, he's okay with that? But, like, you know, that is, Yeah, money. look, you know, it raises a good question. I mean, you know, about how much we try to get to his staff and how much do we, um, you know, I, I mean, and let's say he died a day later, you know, would he, in that case, would you say that he, uh, that he would have been okay giving to the heirs? You have to pick. Right? We can't go ahead in each case try to speculate, oh, well, he meant, if he, if I only me, you know, if, if, but, if, but if within a year it's okay to give us, I mean, you know, we can't speculate in each case. So you have to, so the Chachamim say the simplest thing. They say, yeah, because we can't speculate, we're going to read the word as <laughs> literally as possible, right? Uh, but, you know, I, 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 don't know, I don't know what to say. I mean, you make good claims, you can always say, but in this scenario, um, but we don't start trying, we try to come up with one rule. Yes. But if he was getting to the 10 year mark and he wanted to move on, he couldn't, I mean, he could have. What? Get rid of the right. They couldn't even do it. Yeah, back in time. Right, like. Yeah, so we're going to talk about a variation of that. What is the story? As long as the tnai is not met, right? Can the conditions be changed? You can certainly be mocha of the tnai, you know, before it's met. Or we're actually going to see about that. I shouldn't say certainly, but yeah, that's a good question. Like, if the get is given and there was a tnai, um, can you change the conditions of the tnai, you know, at the end of the four things effect? Okay, so that's a good question, yeah. During this period before she gives him the money, um, are they having sexual relations? Um, well, according to the previous mission, they better not, because then we're going to reinterpret that as a condition. What? I'm saying with Yeah, you're right. Based on the previous mission, uh, they can't, because then we'll interpret those sexual relations as a new act of condition. So you're saying in the condition one, right? Um, no, I wasn't saying condition. I was saying in the get. Uh, yeah. I'm saying about the get. In other words, yeah. if, he's ha- if they're still having relations, then how can we also say that it's retroactive? Right. So I'm agreeing with you. Oh. Based on the previous mission, we would have to say that they're not having relations. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah? Okay. So let's now take a look. So now the Gemara gets to the other parts of the Mishnah. If you do it within 30 days, just you have to, if he says in 30 days, you have to do it within 30 days. Shita, obviously, he said 30 days. Now, right? Again, this is always the question. Do we go by the words or do we try to figure out what you we're getting at? So, maybe we should say that when he says 30 days, he didn't really require it strictly as 30 days. But, but he meant, he's trying to, like, you know, urge her on. Like, to, to get her to do it sooner rather than later. So he says this in 30 days, but he's really not mocked with the 30 days, as long as it gets done. So, Kamash, but of course, when? In 10 years? Like, would we say, no, 30 days is, is but you have it 60. Like, I'll keep the 30, so obviously, anyway, but so you shouldn't have those thoughts, Kamash Milan, that, no, we're going to treat his words literally. It's all like the earlier question in my head was about a shliach, was it Mar Makabula? You know, when he said, like, give it to her in that place. Is he just giving some good advice, or is he being masked? Okay, we're assuming he's being mocked. Those are the words he said. He made a condition. Those are the conditions. A story in Sidan, where she didn't have the cloak and she gave money instead. So the Gemara says, My Tana, the Tani Masa. What do you mean? Just give me, oh, here's a story. Like, you have to tell me what law you are illustrating. And we never said the law. We just, you just started with the illustration. So the Gemara says, You're right. Like, words are missing. Here's how it should be. If he said on the condition you give me my cloak, the of the Itzalito, and he lost it, he lost it, So no, the condition wasn't met. He said my cloak, he meant the cloak. And comes Leo to say, no, you know what? Not really. Money also counts. Okay, now of course, but only, it, only if it was lost, but you can't say that guy, I just don't want to give it to you. Presumably, to right. Now, of, of course, but even that's a chiddush, like, you know, especially something like Yitzhaliti, you would think that that is something that you might have some personal attachment to. And it's not just a question of value. So it's a huge, it's a huge chiddush. Number one is, even if you had no attachment of value to it, right? You know, he said, like, I, I, I want that 40-inch, you know, TV screen or whatever. And you lost the money and you gave him, like, twice as much money and you could buy a better TV screen. No! I had a particular, like, what? Like, that's something where you could say, you know, even, but even in that case, you would say, who cares? Who cares? You know, bottom line is, the condition wasn't met, right? And Rebbe Shimon Leo is going even further, something that is actually a quote where you could really imagine that he meant Dafka. So he's really saying that, you know, that is a very big chiddish in Rebbe position. Okay, let's take a look what the Gemara does with it. Okay, um, so now the Gemara says like this. Okay, what that's a very interesting question. Yes, you have to give me a sort of general, what, similar, a variation of your question. On the division, you give me 200 zoos, and then he says, you know what? Forget it. You don't have to give me the money. What's the story? You, now, we're going to ask this in the framework of Rabbi Shimon Ben-Gamliel. You could ask this question according to the rabbis, that money is not a substitute for the cloak. And you could ask it for Shimon Ben-Gamliel, that money is. You could ask it to the rabbi. When did the rabbi say money isn't a substitute? Because he wasn't saying, I'm waiving the condition. If he said, you know what, give me the money for the cloak and I'll waive the condition, maybe that would work. But he wasn't saying that. Okay? And she was trying to present the money as the cloak. And they were saying, sorry, you know, the money is not the cloak. Okay? <laughs> but here he's saying, I'm waiving it. He's saying, which could either mean, it could be read, by the way, two ways. What does it mean to waive it? Does it mean that he could just 
make the tonight go away. Or if he's saying, it says, if, I'll treat it as if the tonight was satisfied. And therefore, it's not like he made the tonight no longer binding, but he was able to say, well, treat it as if the conditions were made. Conceptually, those are different things. But anyway, if he agrees to it, and says, forget it, we'll go, you know, it'll be as if he did it, or I'm waving this nigh, maybe that would work. The case by the cloak was he did not wave anything. And he was trying to say that he had that. What was the other way around? Okay, oh, uh, yeah. 200, no, oh, he says 200, and he says, oh, you know what, now I want 400. Okay, so I don't know about that. We don't know about that. That might be based on the two versions I gave you, why Mabuchulin works. Right? Does he have power over the Tanai, or is it just to say that with that? Oh, Dioma, a few of us from Leo Lokamar, Ella to come and fight the love of Maybe, now you could say on the other side, that even Rabbi Shimon Gamliel would not accept Mechulubach. Why? Because according to Shimon Gamliel, the money, he says, is, we treat the money, because you could buy it in the marketplace, we treat the money as the cloak. You know, something at least, let's say, that presumably is, you know, objects that at least could be purchased. Okay, although one does wonder in a time when every garment was handmade, but anyway. Okay, we treat the money as the cloak, that I'm prepared to say. But Mechulubach, the, the condition wasn't met. No money was given. There's nothing, nothing to say that the that the tonight was fulfilled. Avalagamre lowamre, or to completely say you don't have to do anything. Maybe he wouldn't allow that. Very interesting, right, way of framing the question in the context of this debate. Well, I think it's so then then Avalagamre low. Thank you. Avalagamre low. She said back to him, "Einimigoreshes." Yeah, it doesn't work to say mechulim loch, and he doesn't say according to which side. But presumably, it sounds like even according to Mugliel. Right? I'm sorry, you, it's one thing to say this counts as the object you were asking for. It's another thing to just waive the entire condition. Somebody says to his friend, who he's obviously not on so friendly terms with, I am making a vow that you cannot derive, or a cone of a neder, that you cannot derive any benefit from anything that I own. Unless you give my son, you know, some grain, some wheat, some wine, wine, you support it for a few weeks, I'm going to win vacation, whatever it would be. Okay? So he makes, he said, he does a neder al-tanah. So the guy cannot benefit from, you know, uh, from this person's property until he gives the son what was asked of him. There's a way to get out of this vow without going to a chacham to get a hetzer nadarim. If I, who made the vow, am interested in getting out of it. How can I get out of it if I'm interested in getting out of it? The Omer, you say, you know what? I'll treat it as if you already gave it to my son. So here, what do you see? You make a condition, and the person who made the condition is in the position to say, I'll treat it as if that condition was met. Now again, can you say everything? Let's say I say, I'm the condition that the Mets win the World Series. Like, no. Like, presumably, we're talking about conditions that are about giving me something, right? So it's about, and therefore, it's about, like, my interests and my benefit. I'll treat it as if I received that benefit. That's, so it's not just you made the tonight, but you're also the one who's, you know, it's about your benefit, so you can consider it as if you received the benefit. Okay? So you see you can do that by the net there. So how could you say it? Why, why by the get did you not say, did you say you can't say it's macho? If he says, on the condition you give me, why can't he say, you know what, I'll treat it like you gave me the money. Seems like a very parallel case. So the Gemara says, Hachi hashta. What type of comparison is that? Hasam litziur, or it should be hacha. Hacha litziur kamachave. Velo tira. When he says, on the condition you give me 200 zuz, 
He's trying to just, you, you know, like give it. her a hard time. It's not, it's interesting. Now we're getting yeah, to the psychology. It's not really like we said about the money. It's not about the money. It's about the principal, which means it's about the money. <laughs> <laughs> okay? It's not really about the money. Since they're getting divorced, we're going to read it. Like he really, his primary goal is to make her suffer. And therefore, if that was his goal at the time he made the tonight, even later we can't say, I'll treat it like I received it. Because the meaning of give me 200 zuz means in the very narrow sense, you really have to give it to me because I want you to suffer. And therefore, that's how we're going to interpret, continue to interpret that meaning. So saying as if I received the money means I got the benefit, but you still didn't suffer, so the I wasn't fulfilled. Okay? The Lord Sarah, fear right, didn't make her suffer. Here, when he says, I want you to give my son this stuff, I don't care that the storekeeper suffers. I'm just interested in my own game, my son's game. And I said, I don't, my, I don't need it anymore. I'll treat it as if I receive that. It's about, because it's all about my benefit. I can say, I'll treat it as if I have that benefit. So what the, it's clear in the Gemara, and we'll end here and continue tomorrow. What's clear in the Gemara is that he is not, and here's the difference, waving the tsunami. It does not sound like you're in a position to wave the tsunami. So certainly if you said on the condition the Mets win the World Series, you can't say forget the Tanai. The, the Tanai is the Tanai. You're stuck with it. The only thing you might be in a position to do is to say, I'll treat it as if it's been satisfied. And that you can only do when the whole issue of the Tanai is benefit that you receive. Then you can say, it's like I received that benefit. And here the Gemara saying is, in the exact same Tanai and the condition you give me 200 Zuz, in one case we're going to read that as a Tanai of benefit. It's all about my benefit, and I can say it's like I fulfilled the, you fulfilled the night, but I, I'll treat it like I received the benefit. And in another case, we'll say it's a tonight about me benefiting and you suffering. And therefore, just by me saying that I received the benefit, in the, in the gifting case, does not constitute the fact that the night was fulfilled. Okay, very fascinating, and we'll continue this tomorrow. Right. So, so basically, they need to come back.